Wizards fans, welcome to another edition of Off the Bench presented by the Alibaba Group. Zach Rosen and Chris Guerin here from WashingtonWizards.com. And we've got a fun episode for you today. Uh, Robin Lopez and I sat down. Well, I guess it was on Zoom, but we technically were sitting uh, during our interview. Um, that's coming up on the other side of the break. But we just wanted to touch on a few scheduling notes now that we have a little more clarity about, you know, what the NBA season is going to look like, uh, which is supposed to start in about three weeks. Um Starting tomorrow, December 1st, uh, it'll be media week and individual player workouts for the Wizards um, and all the teams around the league and training camp, quote unquote, with the group player workouts is going to start on Sunday, December 6th. So um, we already kind of have dates on the calendar, uh, I guess, finally. Right. Um, And we got some preseason games, too, Chris. Um, December 13th will be the first one for the Wizards in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's 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 starting to get real now that we we can start to finally plan out this month of December and understand, um, especially for players. I mean, players are starting to are, are all starting to filter back in town, getting under all the things like testing protocols, group workouts, all these things that are going to be unique to this season. It's you know nothing is going to be traditional this year. It's going to be. Um, you know, group workouts are going to be different. It's not, it's probably, there are probably going to be days where maybe the full squad won't practice together to keep being, um, you know, distant and, and, and be as careful as possible with virus protocols. So all kinds of stuff that, that will, uh, we'll continue to, to cover and talk to guys about and see if we can get as many inside looks as we can. It's, it's just going to be another unique year, just like the bubble was a one of a kind experience. I would imagine that this season, will be that be that way as well and um yeah starting in brooklyn for the preseason and then uh, the 17th and the 19th uh the pistons will be in town for two preseason games so um again i think i think you mentioned it actually on twitter zach that that i think having the pistons in town for three days or so four days i think that is going to be that might be an interesting first look at how road trips are going to work this season for for teams i think I think that teams might start playing series in certain cities and um, have their all their schedules regionalized to to a degree as much as they can. I think that's a really interesting uh, start to the season and uh, probably a look at what we're going to be looking at once we see uh, the first, I guess, the first 35 or 36 games uh, when we get that schedule in a little while. Yeah, you know, baseball teams do it all the time and uh, you don't really see it in many other sports anymore, but I think it just makes sense with everything going on. You know, they want to reduce travel by 25%. So, you know, the Wizards might host Golden State twice instead of going to San Francisco at all. You might see that with a lot of the East and West Coast teams. Um, so it'll be interesting. Hopefully we'll have that schedule for you. You know, within a week is our our hope. But still, there's so many things to be figured out. Um, and then the Wizards finalize uh, – some of their Exhibit 10 guys signed Cassius Winston, their second-round pick, to a two-way deal. Um, the interesting thing about two-ways this year is just the G League season is still up in the air, so I think the two-way guys are going to have a little more lenience in how many days they can be with the big league squad. Um, so rosters really kind of go from 14 or 15 to 16 and 17. And uh, some of these Exhibit 10 guys, all undrafted, of course, an Exhibit 10 contract, is um, a special contract that gives you a training camp invite. And then it's usually used to, to keep a player within a system with the G League. But of course, we don't know what the G League season is going to look like. But Yoli Childs out of BYU, um, he's an interesting player who averaged 20 plus in college. You've got uh, a few other guys that um, come from 
you know, maybe not as, as big of situations. They weren't the stars of their team, but Childs was. You have Caleb Holmesley from uh, Liberty, which is a smaller school again. Um, Seth Curry played there before he uh, transferred to Duke. Um, and then from LSU, we got a high flyer, um, Mar- Marlon Taylor, who, who can really dunk. Um, his numbers didn't show much in college, but all interesting prospects in their own ways. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think this season is just going to be, you know, we were talking about all the virus protocols we saw, you know, we saw in the NFL yesterday, a team had to play without a quarterback. And you talk about just bringing as many guys in that you like something about, even if it's rookies that um, maybe don't even have a ton of, um, you know, big game um, being the guy experience like Yoli Childs does with BYU, Marlon Taylor, you know, um, only average maybe six points or so a game in his college career, but you start bringing in a bunch of pieces and as many as, as many as you can, because you just never know. And I think as soon as you can get guys into your, into your program, so to speak, um, every, every person on this, on this training camp roster, once we finalize it and we'll talk about it when we get it, um, but it's starting to take shape. And, and I think we know pretty much everybody will be on it now. Um, every single person on that, training camp roster is going to go into training camp knowing that they could be an important part of the season at some point. Um, we saw it with Garrison Matthews last year being kind of a a fringe player, um, brought along. And then all of a sudden he's thrown into a huge spot in a game against the heat and, and performs. And so there's going to be times this season where the wizards are going to need that from guys. You just never know what's going to happen. It's, It's a season full of unknowns and it's a full season now. I mean, 72 games, for all intents and purposes is a full season. And, and over the length of time that that's going to be, uh, you, you just never know. And so it's exciting to see all these guys in there. I think Gilly Childs is a, is a, is a really interesting prospect just because of um, just the different ways that he can score and the experience he has of, of taking on a big load in, in college. So yeah, getting all these guys on the floor, getting them around veterans. I think all of that is, is going to be super interesting. And, hopefully we'll get to see a lot of them in preseason games too, since we're going to have a few of those, I think for a little while, we weren't really sure what, what the preseason would look like. Um, so to get to have some of those opportunities to evaluate those guys will be good as well. Definitely. Well, uh, we know a lot of people came for the Robin Lopez interview. It will not disappoint. Uh, so coming up on the other side of the break, Robin Lopez. All right, joining me now on the Off the Bench podcast is Robin Lopez, uh, recently signed and uh, coming to the nation's capital. Uh, Robin, how are you today, and uh, what's it been like the last couple of days for you? It's it's been a lot of fun, most of all, I think. Um, I'm I'm so excited to be a part of the Wizards, Wizards organization, um, and there are a lot of great players and great dudes on the team. I'm excited to meet them. Yeah, I was going to ask you first and foremost, uh, have you played with any of these guys before and, and who are you familiar with on the, on the current roster? I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with a few guys. Uh, I've had some, I've had some good moments with, with Thomas Bryant, with Rui. Um, but I don't think I've played with anybody, which is kind of absolutely a bit of a new experience for me. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if you and Ish had crossed paths or you just had missed each other. No, we've missed each other in a couple locations, I believe. Okay. I think you and Ish together on a team is my favorite uh, off-season development of this team because I think you guys are going to be best friends. Oh, yeah? Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, just from what I've heard about you and, and knowing Ish so well, I, I I foresee a great friendship between you. So we'll see if my prediction's right. Um, but uh, you're both just seem like great guys and uh, great locker room guys and and veterans in this league. So um, looking forward to that. Um, I just you know I wanted to touch on just what what brought you to DC. I know um, you were with the Bucks. You were with your brother. You've joked, you know. <laughs> about not playing, you're excited not to play with your brother and all that, but you know, you played together in high school, college and, and all that. So what really uh, brought you to DC in the situation there? Um, you know, I, I, as free agency goes, you have a few options laid out for you and Washington, I really believe was the most appetizing, um, a chance to, to get some good minutes on a great squad with great players in a in a wonderful city, uh, it's it's it was a really tough tough offer to say no to. Yeah, I know you've um, been to DC obviously so many times for road games. But you know, what are you looking forward to doing in DC and exploring, um, whether it be museums or or other hidden gems that you know about? Um, <clears throat> I think just getting to know the city better. Um, I've I've been a little envious in the past because. A lot of my friends from college have migrated towards the, the DC, Virginia area, and they've really enjoyed it. They, they've, they've all had a blast. So I just want to be able to dip my toes in as well. For sure. And you mentioned college. I Before I forget, I have to bring this up. So I heard from somebody that um, you skipped a practice once before NCAA tournament game to go to Disneyland. And I'm assuming the game was in Anaheim. Can you confirm or deny that? I can totally confirm that. <laughs> so for those of our listeners who, who do not know, you are a huge, huge Disney buff, comic book buff, and all, all those things. Um, if you want to just give a little bit more background on, on your affinity for Disney, I know you're from California too. Yeah, I'm from Southern California. We grew up around the parks. Um, our family has always been big into comic books. Uh, animation so uh and we obviously we can't we came of age in, during the disney renaissance um both in the in the parks in the theaters and on on television so i mean I, how how could we not be fans with, with all that and in the bubble obviously it was in orlando were you ever able to sneak out i don't know if i ever found the the truth from you and, and brooke about getting to go around the park that I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll keep that one, uh, you know, uh, off screen, off uh, off the record, just for your own uh, safety. Um, so when it comes to to on the court, I know you talked to the media recently just about you know you have an affinity for both Mo and and Thomas Bryan, who are you know in the system, been on the team now. Um, what did what can you bring on the court um just with you know your experience um no it's hard to say before you get out there but i'm just looking forward to helping the team in whatever way i can whatever they need from me um be it on the defensive end be, be wherever you've been known as a you know a, a key locker room guy I, i've read some stories about you know what you've brought to a lot of uh, teams around the league, young teams in particular, what is it 
that you do you try to do anything different than just being yourself like is there an angle you try and take in the locker room or you just you know that's just who you are no that's uh that's just that's just that's that's all natural that's just who i am um it's just as it comes um i know when it comes to locker rooms and all that stuff it, it it really just depends on, you know, how old players are, maturity. But with this draft in particular, these rookies are coming in basically right after being drafted. They have no summer league. They don't really have an opportunity to adjust. What what would your advice be to, to those guys and, you know, stuff that you would say to, to Denny and, and Cassius and any other rookies that might join the team? I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. I Can you repeat that? Yeah, you're good. Um when it comes to this draft, like there's not really a transition period uh, for them to go to summer league and get to know the city. They kind of have to just come right to DC and join training camp. So what do you think your advice is going to be to guys like Denny Avdia and Cassius Winston and any other rookies that might join? Yeah. You know, um, it's that, that's going to be an interesting transition. Um, I, my advice would, I would just try not to get too overwhelmed. Um, I, whenever I'm on court, uh, I try to focus on doing one, maybe two things out there to try to help my team. And that's that's probably the advice that I would give to them as well. You have a, a pretty unique three-point celebration. Uh, you know, the <laughs> the T celebration. If you could, uh, I know you can't demonstrate it for us on this this podcast. That'd be some bad radio. But what uh, what is that from? And just a little bit of background on that. I know you weren't shooting threes until, you know, a few years ago also. Yeah, that's something I inherited from my older brother. I, I and I never, I, it kind of ha- happened subliminally. I watched him do the performance, but he never seeped the tea bag, which I enjoy miming. I enjoy miming <laughs> the tea bag because you can dip the tea bag as vigorously as you like, depending on how uh, jubilant you wish your celebration to be. And so, so I, that's that's an addition I'm proud of. So it essentially is, it's just, you know, you're sipping the tea, like, uh, like the Kermit, the frog meme, right? Or do I have it wrong? Well, I always intended you have, you, when you sip the tea daintily properly, um, you get the three fingers, mm. you know, so you're kind of sipping the Earl tray. Okay. That makes more sense. I, I, I never was sure of like what your intentions were with it. Like, is it a, Hey, I just made a three on you. Like, take that, or is it just like, hey, look, it's a three? I always imagined sipping the Earl Trey, but um, but converging it with with any kind of Muppet interpretation, that's that's not a bad thing. Never a bad thing. <laughs> okay, so we need to get to the the harder hitting questions. Um, so you're in DC now. So I don't previously know the answer to this question. So so just humor me if I'm completely wrong. But are you a DC or a Marvel guy? Oh, DC for sure. Okay, so you fit I, in I, pretty well then. Yeah, God, that's that's, a, that's cute. That's that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point for sure. Okay, so then who's your favorite superhero from the the DC comics? The Wally West Flash. Why is that? I think he's probably the best modern example of of character development in in, in in mainstream comics in between Marvel and DC. Um, 
between like between 1987 or even even before but in 1987 when he got his own title to 2000 and whenever i mean he grew from being a young selfish jerk to the greatest flash of all time and it's it's a shame that all that kind of got thrown out the window for whatever is going on now with dc comics but I think that was something really unique and kind of set the pace, set the tone for the entirety of the DC universe at the time. Mm. You've like, you've gone to like Comic-Con, right? And like conventions and stuff like that. I've gone to conventions. I've never gone to Comic-Con San Diego, unfortunately. There's always something that comes up, but. <laughs> Dang. But like, so when you go to those, like, do people recognize you or like talk to you about it? Like what, what's your interactions like when you do go to those conventions? Yeah, they do. They do. Um, they the, uh, most of the interactions they're great um the people realize that i'm at comic con for the same reasons they are to geek out mm-hmm. like it it doesn't matter that you're seven one and play in the nba like you're just there for the same reasons exactly have you like thought about starting like a you know like a comic book series with your brother like going into that after you're done playing or even while you are playing or even if you've done that and i'm unaware of it like what what do you think like the further plans are with that like would you want to just go work at disney oh i mean yeah we definitely want to work on a a comic book at some point um working at disney in some capacity would be that'd be a lot of fun yeah, it seems like out of all, you know, a lot of the NBA players are like, yeah, I want to go into like entertainment. I want to go into radio, TV. But you guys are like, no, we want to do comic books. Like we want to work at Disney. Like it's it's hard to come by. I feel like people who have other interests outside of like what's still within basketball because there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable, you know, with basketball. It, I mean, I love it. People love it. And there's there are a lot of facets to it, but that's that's this is always something that brooke and i have equally we've we've equally enjoyed we've equally loved for sure well i know that you'll be in dc pretty soon have you finalized your plans yet like what what's going into the next couple days what are you doing for thanksgiving and uh how's it all going to work out we'll probably have a pretty low-key thanksgiving over here um we're trying to nail down where to where we're going to live in uh in or around the district. I, I want to live in D.C. somewhere, D.C. proper. I think that would be really exciting for me. But I know a lot of the facilities and such are, uh, are outside of it. So we're going to yeah. figure out what's best, but I do want to be, like I said, I have a lot of collegiate friends who are in D.C. proper. I think it would be interesting to safely be able to see them if I were also there. Yeah. Cool. Well, Robin, we appreciate you joining us today and uh, taking some time out of your day. And I hope you have a great holiday. Um, I, this might post after Thanksgiving, but, you know, either way, I hope you have a great meal. I don't even want to know how much food you guys consume. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're really looking forward to having you in D.C. I think it's going to be a really fun year um, and uh, it'll be here before we know it. I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me.